0: Welcome back to Trending in Education. Mike Palmer, Brandon Jones, and myself, Dan Strafford, here with you talking about sleep and learning, how uh, sleeping uh, affects your ability to learn, and also how uh, maybe learning continues while you sleep. Uh, on today's episode, we'll dive into a few articles that we will share on Twitter. You can find us at Trending in N. Of course, you can subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, and go directly to podbean.com. Mike, how are you doing today?
1: I'm sorry. What was that, Dan? Were you asleep? Oh, that, that open was, uh, was, was, was a little protracted, so I thought I would catch a cat nap uh, in the meantime. <laughs> the but, nappuccino. Uh, I, I get it. Yeah, yeah. No, but I'm good because I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a third bird and uh, we're recording in the middle of the day. And as a third bird, uh, I'm pretty alert right now. Mm. Uh, I also had a cup of coffee this morning. I think I got uh, close to eight hours of sleep last night. Uh, I didn't catch an nappuccino. Uh, but there's, uh, I, I guess there is no time. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, sleep is uh, sleep's fascinating. And uh, the relationship between sleep, learning, memory, uh, education, uh, circadian rhythms, you name it. Uh, it's, uh, there, there's plenty to talk about uh, as it relates to this.
0: We heard the anecdotal story from uh, Tarlin Ray when he was on the episode, uh, to, on the show two weeks ago, talking about speaking to a class and how high school students learn best and when they should actually start high school, as opposed to when we do start high school, just simply based on schedules. It'll be interesting to get into that as well. Brandon, how about yourself? Have you had a chance to figure out what animal you are by sleep routine? Have you seen, have you seen that yet? No, I, I have not. Um, so I think
2: you've, uh, you really brought it. Thanks for, thanks for, um, I'm blown up my spot, Dan.
0: I, uh, I guess I'm a sloth. <laughs> so uh, uh, what well, I was going to ask you, I was going to ask you based on, ba- mainly because I feel like I'm, I would be a wolf. It's a it's, uh, dolphin, lion, bear, and wolf. And there, I'll share out this article. But I was wondering, as a parent, as a parent, do you see your sleep pattern changing? And has that affected your memory? Ha- has your, your daughter uh, changed your sleep pattern and changed the way you learn or the way your memory works because of lack of sleep? I wish I could remember, so I guess the answer is yes
2: i mean i've I've been lucky um my my daughter is a good sleeper and always was, mm-hmm. so you know there are the, all these these horror stories, which I think are true mm-hmm. of you know parents sleeping, Dan's pointing at himself. You all can see that as listeners <laughs> um, that uh you know is sleeping for forty minute uh or two hour uh stints. Uh, I didn't really have any of that. It it definitely does. I mean, your your kid gets you up earlier and goes to bed, and so there's sort of more hours than after the, the your daughter my in my case a daughter uh, is asleep. Um, I I'm I think I'm, I'm not sure what has impacted my learning. I think I, I think I learned pretty good. Yeah. Um, so uh, hard to say. Dan, what about what about you?
0: Oh, I'm I am that horror case uh, that uh, doesn't sleep much. Full the memory. Stop. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but uh, it's intriguing to say I think I would be uh, a wolf I stay up late I like to do more work at night Mike was talking about a third bird I like to you know, get into later in the day to, to get stuff done uh, but I am forced to be up at 5.45 a lot of the mornings because of uh, having three young children who wake yeah. up at different times
1: yeah just jumping in on this too a little bit you're talking about chronotypes uh, Daniel and uh, there's this uh, interestingly I've seen two different uh, frameworks of chronotypes one which is bird related where you got your larks your third birds and your owls and then the other one is more like mammalian i guess it's yes. a bunch of mammals where uh it's like a wolf a dolphin a lion and, a, and bear. a bear right and uh i was i was wondering like why do we have to name sleep types after animals and uh and then i started thinking because it's kind of Fun. <laughs> right. It's accessible. Yeah. So, I, so I, I did. I did arrive at that at that insight. But, um, but the one that's sort of less prevalent is the one that has the dolphin, the lion, the bear, and the wolf. But, um, but it seems much more like a children's story. And uh, and I found it fascinating. It also talked about like uh, insomnia and the idea that the dolphins uh, have trouble. Dolphins have trouble sleeping at night, I guess, and that. Um, uh, I thought that was interesting, because I do think people who have trouble sleeping um, are, are in a difficult place where like, if you can't sleep, um, it's harder to learn. Uh, and it's harder to learn on multiple fronts. And uh, um, I think there's more that we could do to, to sort of tailor people's study plans based on when they're most alert and attentive. And you can frequently figure that out by just doing like a sleep journal. Yep. Uh, and understand you know, your, 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 sort of your typical rhythms and then trying to um, get intentional about your sleep. So like understanding when you perform best and when you need to sleep, uh, it's also the people who can power nap. Um, it, they're actually really good skills because like we need to be able to refresh our cognitive capacity. And um, like that's why I think this topic's really interesting for us. Uh, particularly as a as an organization that's trying to help people perform optimally, like sleep's a critical piece in the puzzle when you're trying to have like optimal cognitive performance.
2: Yeah, it's uh, for sure. And I think it's interesting because there is a stigma around sleep, mm-hmm. right? Um, if you are sleepy mm-hmm. at work, mm-hmm. for example, I mm-hmm. have uh, sleep vis-a-vis work. Sure. Um. Let's let's just let, let let's start with taking a nap at work. Right. I, like some places encourage you to do that. Sure. Like some Euro- places, Europe allow you. Right. Like Europe. Yeah. Siesta. Um. Some people. Some places allow you to do that. Right. Some places sort of begrudgingly permit you, and right. some places you would be pilloried, castigated, slash fired. All those things. Right. All those things. And so. um, you know, there, there is a stigma around it, uh, around sleep and sleepiness at work. When you think about also the different birds, um, you know, are, are night owls or just owls, I guess they're called?
1: Yeah, you could call them night owls. Or, but
2: are owls people who are more alert in the evening? Yes. Because that'd be really tricky if they made owls the morning birds. <laughs> It'd
1: be a surprising <laughs> right? choice. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: So, um, like, are owls any less, are they worse people? are they less good l- learners or workers, but in a world where like, you know, most people are working nine to five some right. version of that. Right. Um, that's obviously not true of everyone, but sure, where sure. many corporate settings, for example, are there, yep. y- you may not see the owl at her best until later in the day. Right. right. So this stigma around, you know, sort of, uh, wakefulness and, um, Sort of level of engagement and then the napping at work like that that's a if we can socialize that mm-hmm. if you are an employer and you're listening uh this is this is real stuff like i, I think that's uh, that could be that could be a good service
1: yeah and uh and there's been research around like the the phasing of the day like even if you want to have uh your workforce together in the same place at the same time which pretty much that's why we have offices and there's a lot of research that says you know, that generates good collaboration and innovation and diversity of thought. Um, but like you can phase the day so that, you know, the, the larks might be in by eight and they'll leave early and then the, the third birds will get in somewhere between the larks and the owls. And then the owls probably aren't as ready to engage cognitively until, say, 10 or 11, but they'll also stick around later on in the day so it's almost like you squeeze the nine to five into like a you know ten thirty to to five yeah uh, that makes and, sense and then that becomes the window where everybody's sort of in the same space at the same time um and then there's also a lot of research related to this around um the the universality of a trough in the middle of the day and the idea that you know if you're going to go into uh um, have a medical procedure, for example, like there, there's a much greater incidence of, of medical errors in the afternoons than there are in the mornings, because even owls, uh, once they're awake and they've uh, downed a cup of coffee and they're doing their morning work, they're less likely to make lazy, uh, lazy thinking errors uh, in the mornings than they are in the afternoons. I like that
2: stat that showed that there's 38% less hand washing. Oh, my God. By nurses Terrifying. in the afternoon. Terrifying. That's a lot of percent. Yes. And that's what's the sound of one hand not washing. Oh, that's, no. that's like, that's not
1: <laughs> great. No, it's bad.
2: So what, well, every time I read these articles, and, you know, we've passed around a couple for this, yeah. for this show mm-hmm. and, and have in the past, I always think, like, why does anybody get anything done oh my God. in the afternoon, like medically speaking? Right. Or why would anyone allow themselves to be to go to court? Right, like right, right before lunch. What was it? Was right after lunch. The yeah.
1: I mean, unless I guess if you think the jury might be uh, might be might be breaking down, or right. they might be more likely to acquit. I don't yeah. Know. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. If my day is unfit, you must acquit.
2: <laughs> <laughs> One other quick thing on just the language here is third. birth it's it's Dan. You you sort of. Blew me up again for yeah, not knowing. The I I read like a hundred books in preparation for this and missed your one bird word. <laughs> it's words. his gotcha.
1: It's his gotcha. Is
2: the he loves the gotcha. Is the third bird, just because they needed a third bird. Yeah, like they they're like so larks are morning. Uh huh. Owls are night. Yeah. There's a third type of people. Yeah. We need a third bird. We'll call it third bird. Yes, that's incredible. It's
1: actually that because like because I also don't know if there is a bird that like gets up at like a middle in time and goes to like, mustn't there be maybe, I mean, maybe there is a bird that's right. like that. Yeah. But, uh, but I feel like they probably wanted a third thing because it's a list of three and yeah. they had two birds to begin with. And I don't know if you notice this. I'm going to break something down for yeah. you. Third and bird rhyme. What? Yeah, I know. I so, think, yeah, I think so if you're, if they your list, there. if, yeah. if I think you need at least three, because yeah. you
2: come out and you say, list two. listen, everybody, <laughs> here's what I found. There are morning people. And night people yeah. dropping it. Boom. Like it's hot. I Knowledge. think, I think, you know, you need at least a third bird, but I think that's a little mailing it in yeah. to not come up with a third bird. Do your, do your, or do your ornithological research. Right. right. And yeah.
1: then we, and then they, and then this other, this other group drops dolphin, lion, bear, and wolf. Oh my. I mean, like that's, yeah. that's a sounds whole sounds other- like
2: a game of thrones, uh, uh, <laughs> exactly. The war.
1: Exactly. I had a had a couple other uh, quick ones for you around sleep. So, uh, we did talk a little bit about uh, the concept of hypnopedia. Yep. Right. Although that's been debunked. It's been debunked. But what is it? Tell us. So hypnopedia is the idea that you can learn while you're asleep. Mm. So you can acquire new knowledge while you're sleeping. This is playing French uh,
2: right. while you're sleeping and waking up and saying, uh, Zutala! Bon, bon
1: matin! Yeah. I just slept. Yeah. But uh, so so that's generally... <laughs> Thanks for the and, translation. Yeah, no worries. But... Uh, <laughs> but um, it's generally been debunked. It's generally been debunked, but there, there is more uh, research that shows that sleep has an important role in memory around uh, really each of the three components of memory. So you got acquisition, where if you're sleepy, it's unconscious. So like, let's assume you didn't get enough sleep. It's harder to acquire new memories. So it's harder to, to sort of you know, take those inputs, get them into your, your, your working memory to begin with. The, the, the probably most important aspect is in consolidation, which is once, you, once the memories are, are in your mind, uh, you still then need to deepen the consolidation of it so that you'll actually be able to own it and, and access it later. Uh, that's where it looks like sleep actually does do that, but it's not for in new uh, learnings that you're acquiring while sleeping. It's more it helps you consolidate the learnings that you had when you were, were previously awake. Um, also, interestingly, research has shown that just being in a dark room while conscious helps with consolidation as well. So you don't necessarily have to be uh, asleep. And, uh, and then also in recall. So like the same thing really around the, the waking component. So like acquisition and recall are better if you got enough sleep the night before. So like it helps you be better when you're conscious. And then all that stuff um, really helps when you're trying to consolidate the memories including um, sounds and smells Mm. can help you with the consolidation of stuff that you learned uh, during your waking hours. So I'm anticipating more research around aromatherapy prep that you then you have some fragrances uh, while you sleep that help you consolidate your memory while you sleep. There actually is, this is real, Dan. You're laughing. This is oh, no. tough.
0: I, Your ability to bring back olfactory and VARCO, I think is- Yeah, is I was like, going to drop
1: olfactory. VARCO too. Yeah, yeah. Olfactory's, a, you know, it's a, it's a real thing. Like, it's a real, <laughs> it's a real thing.
0: Scratch and Sniff podcast coming yeah. soon.
2: Yeah. Oh, that's so that's so great. Yeah, um, yeah so I, I think I, it is interesting that the, uh, we talked about neuromyths on a previous pod, um, the uh, hypnopedia, uh, mm-hmm. the sleep learning, these are things with two things on this one. It does seem like something that it would be great if it were true. Yes. Right. Like in the, this is a little bit of just um, plug yourself into the matrix. Like if you could acquire skills, memory, et cetera, while you were sleeping, Mm -hmm. you get like a third more capable in life. Mm -hmm, at Being able to acquire those skills. Mm -hmm. So it, it would be nice if it were true. Um, And then on the true, just the thing that that old saw that I keep coming back to about like, we don't know uh nothing about nothing like maybe it is um if the encoding were some special varco cocktail of you know you were hearing and um smelling and feeling uh at the same time something related to what you're trying to learn maybe it would be coded Mm -hmm. in um but uh interesting interesting to 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 think about
1: yeah for sure and uh yeah, and uh, and then I, we talked about nappuccinos in the past. I did I did want to drop uh, drop the new variant on nappuccino. Uh, yeah. So so there's the nappuccino is uh, you you down your coffee, you take a quick nap, uh, you wake up within a half hour when the, the coffee's kicking in, and uh, and you get the restorative power of the short nap. Plus the added benefit of the caffeine. Now you
2: made you made up the
1: term, but this is actually a, this is a real thing. Nappuccino is a, a term that other people have coined. Oh so god, like, okay. so like I'm just. But um, you're ready
2: to drop a, neo, there's, a neolog?
1: There's, there's a new one. Okay. Yes, I'm neologging right yeah. now. Yeah, yeah, So it's uh, if you can't fall asleep, mm. uh, so you know, it's not a nap, but you want to engage in something mindfulness. Unlike a nappuccino, in that case you stay awake and mindful. You need a mindfulness espresso. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> Right. Yeah. That's all I had. Yeah. That's pretty good. <laughs> but but it's true. I mean, like mindfulness is another angle on this where like, Absolutely. I think, I think the one theme here is like, there's so many inputs these days that we need quiet time, whether it's sleeping or mindful time or time just sitting in a dark room, just to synthesize and understand what what reflect on what we just learned. And I think lots of times we assume we can just continue to jam information more and more, I'm gonna stay up all night, I'm gonna cram, and frequently, that's not the best way for you to actually assimilate what you're learning. And uh, lots of times, sleep and quiet time alone with no external inputs is a really valuable tool uh, as is caffeine, so like this was brought to you by the the coffee lobby, yeah by the makers better, of nespresso um,
2: they, they also have nespresso pods too this ah, pods or pods yes. yeah
1: yeah I, I think it's
2: um, just one meta comment um, I think uh, whether you whatever kind of bird or or um, friendly animal you are <laughs> um, I, I think this stuff is real, and so I think that the the whole process of contemplating and self-reflecting uh becoming aware of this is however you choose to interpret or um nappuccino or mindfulness espresso uh it's i think is probably going to be good right that just the the, the construct of thinking about how you learn thinking about how sleep and restfulness um, plays into your day thinking about how uh, others may be on a different rhythm than you are. I, I sure. think that's going to make people better learners. Hopefully, make people more em- empathetic or uh, sympathetic to others. Uh, I think that's all. That's all good. So, hope folks enjoyed listening to this, and and hope that you um, become a, a practitioner, or or and or hope that we put you to sleep. Yeah. hopefully, you're <laughs> like s- if you're not up. listening to this, it's because of the the yeah. soporific uh, <laughs> t- uh, ter- t- uh, dulcet tunes of our of our voices.
0: Uh, great one. I think ties back to our discussions on wearables as well. Tracking sleep, tracking uh, how you go about it and maybe getting some metrics out of it and applying it in the future. I know a lot of the, the Fitbits and the different ones track sleep as well. So it'd be mm-hmm. interesting to, to dive into that in the future. Lots of topics here still to explore. And we'll do that on a future episode of Trending and Education. Thanks so much for listening. Find us on Twitter, at Trending and Ed. Let us know what you thought about the episode, how your sleep patterns apply to your day and how you think you learn uh, when you sleep better or when you've tried to cram, as Mike said, overnight. And uh, we'll be back next week with a new episode of Trending in Education.